Welcome to the grind. Jordan. Welcome to another edition of The Grind, the Ole Miss edition of The Grind. Tommy Joe Martins joined alongside by Jordan Bell and my buddy Devin Murray. Uh, you know, we're just, we've decided that we're going to make a, a spinoff of The Grind uh, since The Grind was so successful, gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and spin this off into another thing. We like talking about Ole Miss sports so much, we might as well just dedicate something to that every single week. So, just for all of our Twitter followers out there, all seven of you, or hey, anybody that's 36? a big fan of the show, anybody that's a big fan of the show, we want hey, to hear from on. you on Twitter. Make sure you're following the Grind Podcast. I have a question. Let us know. Just uh, let us know on Twitter some uh, good ideas for a name for the uh, the new pod that we're going to be doing here. I have a question. Yes, Devin. As, as the main moderator of the Twitter account, should I set my ego aside and don't? need to have the mindset of we have more followers than people that we're following to try to get more followers because we're at like 36 followers so we're just hovering right at 35 following yeah see i, I think i think you're doing it the right way i've always can't have, I, can't, I can't look yeah, needy. You, you you come yeah. off as super desperate if you have three thousand following three thousand four less followers fo- yeah yeah see now i have 37 followers and i'm following two thousand yeah right so we're at the Grind Podcast, begging. and give us a name for something Ole Miss, something <clears throat> I don't know, something general, right? General I don't know. Maybe Miss. I don't know. You you could you could set it up, um, kind of like how the team was, was came from. Uh, you know, all the students got to put in their suggestions back in the early 1900s, and that's where was that when they came up with the flood or the rebels? I want to be. The I think flood. they were already the flood, and then they went to the, the rebels. The flood is such a cool name. Well, let's make the flood then. We're, no it's going to be the flood. That's just what the pod flood. is going to be called. No, now, that's 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 the, the, the flood. The flood, and then like underneath <clears throat> that is an old Miss podcast, <laughs> right? It's got like, you know like the title, and then you got like the you know the subtitle. It's not a play, Tommy. It's a podcast. It is though. That's what we're doing. <laughs> that's where we're basically at it's, right it's, now. It's yeah, written yeah, in an yeah, academic you journal. You're going to try to post all the <laughs> the goofing around that happens at the beginning of this thing. Uh, somewhere <laughs> down the line, and believe me, you guys are all going to understand that this is practically it's a three ring circus. Reel. There's, an, <laughs> there's an Easter egg at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast if you just want to listen like 15 seconds later. First of all, thanks for listening, everybody out there for putting up with us. This is, I think, the third time we're trying to do something just completely old Miss dedicated. Um, we love talking about it as much as you guys love listening to it. So thank you very much for listening along. So let's Big talk shout. About some- Let's talk about some Rebels, boys. Let's do it. How about right. Ole Miss in what was really just a – I don't know how to describe it any other way than uncomfortable. Just an uncomfortable win in Auburn. 
But somehow, pulling it out, made enough plays. We can go all down all the cliche list there. But eventually, the Rebels hold it off. 27-19 final score. Let's just get the first impressions here, guys. Because for me, like I said, it's just kind of uncomfortable the whole game. I just it, it just like it seemed like you took, you know, one step forward, two steps back, and then eventually you made it back up. I don't know. It's just kind of one of those deals. My first impression mm-hmm. is that the Rebs covered. The spread was seven and a half. We won by eight. We won by more than we should have won. We outdid expectations. Good win, good coaches win, great coaches cover. Went in there, dominated them just like everyone thought we would. Just oh, yeah. Played, played to par. Here, okay, honestly, it was an uncomfortable game, I guess, but Jordan and I were texting during the game, and... Were my they, shop liver? You were texting me, too. What are they, we talking they about? They went up 10-3, to 3 and Jordan just said, yeah, I'm not worried, we're going to be fine. And I felt the same way. Auburn is a very talented yeah. team. They're having a bad season, but they they <clears> went <throat> to the national championship, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. And they brought in really good recruiting classes, and I know that they stole one particular offensive lineman. I know how they're doing on it that sucks. front. So, I mean, they have the fourth best odds to win the national championship in Vegas. This wasn't media hype. This was Vegas was saying, this is the fourth best team. They're a talented team. They haven't put it all together yet, but that was never a game that we were going to blow them out in. No. no, that, Now that I agree. I agree with, I agree with that. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, like you said, when I text you, I, I really didn't. Because I, I think one of our friends, uh, Clay Hall or Hunter Mitchell, big shout to those guys. Big shout, Cooch! Uh, big shout, Clay. Um, they, they said it's happening. When something terrible had happened, I don't remember exactly what part of the game it was. Like Devin said, it was ten three or somewhere in there. Yeah, they had that long and touchdown pass. I, just, I don't know. I just it was one of those games that I just never felt that it was out of control. The only time I will say is when, uh, when we chose to go for it on fourth down on the ten yard line, which we can get into that later in the pod. I was absolutely furious at that point. I was a little drunk already at that point, too. And I was really, really unhappy at that point. So we can get into that decision later in the pod. That, that was my initial impression. couple decisions. couple decisions we can get into later in the pod. Uh, I will agree with so many that. Decisions. You know, I, I think it was never a game. Like, okay, I guess deep down in my heart, watching the game, I always thought we would win the game. You know, I guess I was never to the point that I was scared, like, this is over, we got no shot, it's done. But you're sitting there, fourth quarter, ten minutes to go, you only up one point. I don't know, 2019 game, wind up scoring a touchdown to Laquan, but to sit there and say that you were comfortable with it, like it was, like there wasn't just something in the back of your mind, like, you know, we're one bad play, we're one mistake away from this going the other way. No, I, don't I, know. I understand. I, I thought and, we were making enough plays, but it was just it was just right there where you're like, uh it was one I don't of those, know. It was one of those games where we just weren't really giving up the big play. And Chad Kelly threw two interceptions. One of them was tipped. Like, he's got 12 interceptions on the season, and... 
Uh, I think Red Cup Rebellion posted today that five of them have been tipped or off the receiver's hands. Like he's not being reckless with the ball. Oh, the one, yeah, the one, the one to Ingram. I mean, you can't even count that against Chad Kelly. It, it literally hit Evan Ingram <clears throat> in the face mask. But I think that the reason that I was never worried about it was the best player on the field was Laquan Treadwell. Just looked like he, like no one else belonged on the same field as he did, and his performance. Given what happened last year, we won't go into all of that crap like we did last week. But for him to come out and just really take it to them, and they couldn't stop him. I'm surprised that he only had the stats that he had. I thought it just seemed like he had the biggest day ever. Seven catches, 114 yards, and with a touchdown. And that touchdown pass was probably the pretty, second prettiest touchdown of his career. The first one was the one last week the week before that deep one. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just not with it. No, I said one. prettiest, like not most impressive. No, oh, no I think I'm, the I'm pretty, talking, I think talking about just overall as a game. You're we we like just completely just, disagree with okay. you. Yeah. We're just you're, saying, you're saying disagree. the guy just completely dominated the game. I didn't see it that way. It was I thought first off, moment, kind of I in the fourth quarter, he started, you know, second half started getting it together a little bit, but I didn't see him as a huge factor in the first half. I mean, maybe that's something they were paying attention to on defense, but Obviously, he didn't get our offense going because we barely – I mean, we got to 10 there at the, half, at the half, but that was late in the first half that we got to 10 points. So, I mean, our offense wasn't doing a whole lot. And Laquan wasn't Which a Which was factor. no fault of his. No, but that's what I'm saying. It just seemed like he I mean, he, he could only player. do – yeah. I mean, you're he did have a great day, and you're talking he did basically all that in the second half. Yeah. Right. Because he had one target in the first half, which to me is one of those things that – it's like being playing NCAA or Madden and having a guy that you've created up to 99 on all the attributes and just choosing to like win the game without him in spite of him. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm so good at this game that I'm going to win it without using him. That's how I feel. Hugh freeze. Like that's what goes through his mind. Dev. Dev. What? I want to say you're wrong on the prettiest ball. The prettiest, prettiest touchdown pass to Laquan was the Bama fade route where he snatched it out of uh, Cyrus Jones's like four feet above his See, head. See, that was more impressive. I didn't think that was pretty. Like the, the I, that, I, that I, long I bomb the, was. The it was the no. Catch, it was pretty home, impressive. The, the yeah, catch at homecoming was a pretty good catch. Uh, you know, tipped it back to himself one handed, and then like oh, had to kind of yeah. tiptoe down the sideline and then get in. And I was standing by Tommy when he caught that. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Uh, Jordan and I both had about the same reaction, which was to just start laughing just start laughing you're just like this is stupid <laughs> one thing that who is this man one thing that i will give hugh freeze a break on with the one target in the first half which i think he should have he should have had more than that but they they got demoria stringfellow really involved and yes. he is very good and he yes. needs the ball in his hands almost as much as Aquan does those two guys if you put them on either side of the field what are you doing as a safety what's your what do you play it yeah. Or, do you, Cody, just, or do you Cody just Cord. lay down and cry in the fetal position? And you Cody play Cord speed bump. And Quincy Adeboyjo and Eddie, Evan Ingram. That's, That's why I don't, see, I don't see how we don't go five wide more often. Because if you're, if you're lining up four wide with Evan Ingram as your tight end and just chat alone in the backfield, to me, that's – I mean, you know, you call it the spread or the run and shoot or whatever you want to call it. But, it's, I mean, I just don't know who can possibly line up with that like mismatch wise like that is just 
you got you have so many options right I, there. I'd like to see Jalen. That, that would be a viable option if we had a real offensive line, because I think that's the thing is is when you just completely abandon the running game, you allow the defensive line to just pass rush constantly. You know, and with our offensive line, you're not giving Chad any time not at all. So, you know, other than his, if his first read's not there, you having four other guys out there really isn't even doing you any good anyways. Yeah. And I want to say, I don't uh, – I felt like early in the season, Quincy was maybe benefiting from Laquan being on the field more than he had last year. But I don't feel like he's been much of a factor the last few weeks. I, think I don't Quincy know why that is. is. Mo- Quincy is the most effective when you can run him as kind of a slot guy on deep routes. Where now all of a sudden like we can, a we same, can run like him. straight up, yeah. The hash. Where you can just say, "Look, Quincy, we're, you're going deep." And you know, we've you know, Devin. One of the things he said actually on the grind kind of earlier in the year uh, about Quincy. Big shot, boys, he, he might be Big the shot, fastest. Dev. Guy. He might be the fastest guy on the team. Just straight up, he might is. be the fastest guy on the team, and using yeah. him as a deep threat. Is where he's going to be the most effective, and, and or on a screen pass type situation, you know I like that fine, you know. But but you're right. I, you know, as far as like him running inside routes and stuff like that, that's just not what he's going to be the most effective as. Uh, at least that's not what I see us using him as. I like how we got Evan Ingram more involved, uh, even though that one drop did cause an interception. Oh God, that was you terrible. Know, and it was terrible. But he dropped I three like, balls. I like how Chad kept going to him. You know, just look, we're going back to you. Yeah, I guess. One I thing I want to say, did you see, I think it was, so he had the drop, which was the interception, and then I think it was the next possession. It was either third down or maybe fourth down. We ran the same little out route to him, and they showed it from the sky cam from behind Chad. And, I mean, it really puts into perspective how tight of a throw that is and how good of a catch you have to make. I mean, he was basically blanketed, you know, blinded behind the linebacker, and Chad just threw it like four feet out from him, and Evan's arms, like you could just see Evan's arms pop out and just snatch the ball out of the air. Yeah. Okay, so why let's, can't let's he, play our... Why can he catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Face mask, yeah. <laughs> I know. And, and, and yeah, the thing is, is it, in all those kind of situations on a reflected ball where the ball goes bouncing around, it just seems like the worst possible thing always happens. You know, like it's always just going to get tipped the wrong way right to somebody on the defense. So that kind of sucks. It's like Eli Manning. Yeah. Eli Manning, that happens to him all the time. On the not Giants. yesterday. My no, God. No, not yesterday. What was that? What happened in that game? <laughs> the two guys played Madden against each other. Six, six, six touchdowns, no picks, and you lose. Saints, Thanks, D. Saints and Giants lined up in a big 12 <laughs> game. Oh, How about stop, boys? <laughs> oh, my God. Can we get one? Just one. Just give me one. Anyways, back to Ole Miss. Uh, back let's, to, let's back to the rest of matters. Hey, hey I want to I play our favorite game, our fa- favorite weekly game. Okay. That we talk about every single week. We talk about two things every week. Anytime we start talking about Ole Miss. Number one, Hugh Freeze making a coaching decision that makes you want to just scream at the television. And then number two, our offense still not being able to get a yard on a fourth down play. So, when they're one and the same. First? That's what's great. We can talk about the same play. That's right. Jordan, I'm, I want you to go first, but I would just like to preface it with via text message, I think that might have been the most. Just angry I've ever seen you. 
you were yeah i was i, I was really upset how close were you to oh, throwing I, your phone really close but i just got a 6s about a month ago and i just i, I couldn't do that because i'm not eligible for an upgrade for like an, another Wait, 18 months or you something. Have the that's big responsible one? no 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 the normal 6s it's sweet what's the big but oh, not the big plus. and plus that's right six plus yeah have i didn't get the plus seen how big those are yeah it's, that's a, like, it's a notepad like, it's like a normal that's, phone for tommy that's right. how big it is no, it's not. It's, yeah. that's, I mean, it's too big for my face. It's still too big for my face. It's ridiculous. You look like, like you're just a holding laptop. like a laptop to your head. It's not straight too big to for your, your face. Ego. Right. Anyways, yeah, I, I said some things to Devin that I that I regret in those that text message. <laughs> you were attacking point. me because this yeah, is what I, happened. I don't think it was a personal. I, thing. I said I was sitting at my I brother's. I went straight for Dev. I, I want to apologize for that. I was sitting at my brother's <laughs> and we were in our group text message, and I said. uh I said, I want to go for it. And Jordan was like, are you just so many F-bombs just right in my face? And he just kept going and going. And then we didn't get it. And I was like, well, that was a bad play call. And I do think it was a bad play call. But it was dumb to go for it. And Jordan was attacking me like it was my decision. I was like, yelling Hugh Freeze. Like, I'm a fan. I want a touchdown. But I'm not the head coach. Like, of course I'm going to say go for it. If I'm at that game, I'm yelling go for it, even if I really don't want us to. Because that's how big of a jackass I am. See, I feel like there's no way this could actually happen. But if I just wish hard enough, maybe Hugh Freeze will feel me and and he'll do what I want to do. Don't say feel me. And, That's a weird way to put it. No. Maybe just, he'll feel me. Right. <laughs> feel you behind him whispering in your ear. He'll feel my warm breath on his mouth. We have a name for just this going, podcast. Take the, three, going, take the three, coach. Feel me, Hugh. That's going to be the name feel, of the podcast. Feel, feel me. I think Anyways, we, can, we can agree on a basic rule here. There's a, look, you know what? It's a, football's such a situational game, and it's a momentum game, big time, especially in college where the momentum shifts yes. big time. When you're a favorite and you're on the road, when you have a chance you to get points. points, take points. Take points See, every the- single time as a favorite on the road. Now, if you're a dog... If you're a big underdog on the road, everybody knows you're probably going to have to make you're some You're thinking, plays. we shouldn't even be here in the first place. Exactly. Let's get what we can get. Very I get different that. mindset. But, but, but see, that's, on the road. That's, one of my fun, that's one of my fundamental things is I don't think going from a great 7-6 and six in 2012, Freeze's first year, to now being the favorite in basically every game that we play other than two. Big shout, Rams! Big shout! Hey, big shout! Freeze! I, I don't. Big shout! I don't everybody! Think, I don't right? think Freeze has has evolved to understand, you know, in that kind of situation. Like, don't use trickery. We don't need trickery. We're more talented than everybody. Right. Don't go for it on fourth down on your own thirty-five two minutes before halftime at Memphis down seventeen fourteen. Anyways, that's just bringing up old stuff. But here in this situation, Wait, I agree, Memphis Tommy. Yet. You're you're sitting there. You're sitting there, and it's uh, 13-10, right? Yeah, So you kick the you kick the field goal. You go to 16-10. Now you've made it. They have to score a touchdown to beat you. And your defense has been great for two weeks straight now. And they have, they okay. have essentially a three-quarterback rotation that is all crap. Yes. That, so they're going to have to drive the entire length of a field to score. I like the Jeremy Johnson. At this point in that offense, Jeremy Johnson is a running back. 
He is a wildcat yes. running back. That's how bad he is yes. at throwing the ball. So what I'm saying is you just don't know over the course of a game for the re- – it was like midway through the third quarter. You don't know for the course of the next 25 minutes of a game what that three points is going to mean. Right. So immediately we go for it. You're like you said, we're on the road. You don't you don't get it. Oh shocker. Fucking shocker. We go for it on fourth and short and don't get it. Weird. That's crazy. I That's know. crazy. So I'm now their their crowds fired up and we're all coming back to the to the sidelines down doing this open moping they drive they drive right down there and luckily we held them to a field goal but they tied up right there then like you said you get to the fourth quarter it's 20 to 19 now guess what they can go kick a field goal and win the football game exactly And if you would have just taken the points like a grown man not like a damn like a 17 year old playing madden i mean it's like you're playing a damn video game it's Take your points, Look. and now it's twenty three to nineteen, and they've got to score a touchdown to beat us. It's crazy, and like I'm getting physically angry right here just talking about it's it. Getting red. I want to punch Devin now. Whoa, it's frustrating. Me? It's oh, frustrating. it was so you know, funny. Look, there are times when we go for fourth downs that I am totally okay with us going for it, even when it's fourth and two, fourth and three. Like if we've got the ball on their forty, their thirty eight, yeah. and you don't feel yeah. like punting it. I get it. That's not weird to me. I'm not going to be mad about that. That makes sense in a situation where you just go, well, it's, you know, this is probably a little too close to really punt it down there. There was one time we actually got a penalty, all right, on a fourth down play where we were going to go for it. I don't know if you guys remember this. We're going to go for it down there on their 39 or their 40. And so we've got Chad back there in the shotgun, and there's a false start. He pushed it. There's a false start, and then Chad pooched it down there. But we, there was a false start, so then we just called in the punt team. Oh, and the announcers kept saying, oh, well, they didn't get that fourth down because of the false start. And I was like, we punted it! Shut up! They, they yeah. just never even... They were like, oh, Andy, you've been punting it. And then they kept saying over and over, well, they didn't get it because of the false start. It was like, shut up! That's not what happened! Right. The pooch podcast. The pooch. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> sneaky pooch right there, and I was happy about it. Real sneaky pooch. Oh, boy. Hey, I've got an idea. And I agree. You take the points there. But it was so yeah. funny. Jordan said... Gotcha. But you didn't agree at the time. No, I did. I was okay. just, I was seriously just trying to piss you off at that point. It worked. Jordan kept sending text messages like every two minutes. See, there's a... We have... Uh, well, well, there, if we would have taken three points there. Yeah, if we would have taken the three points back there. But here's what I would like to see, and I said this while I was watching with my brother, and tell me if you agree. On fourth and one, or third and one, I want to see a seven-yard out route. Don't, we are much better at giving getting six to seven yards than we are to getting two to three. So why not just run those, especially when no one's expecting them? And then you can actually mix it up, but just go, we're not scared to throw a seven-yard in route on fourth and inches. We're just not scared to do it. How about this? How about a quarterback sneak? Hey, we did have a really good quarterback sneak that game. It was really yeah, good. He's right. Very quarterback well sneak. He's right. That's pretty good. You know what I don't like? I don't but like when you I put Chad your... Kelly back there and run uh, an option handoff and then run Chad Kelly to the left-hand side of the line for him that to get was... tackled for a two-yard loss. That sucks. That Whoever terrible. called that one. But as a fan, would you be mad and be like, why do we throw a seven-yard in route when we need it? it was fourth and half a yard? Would you hate seeing that? Because as a fan, I go – I understand the limitations of this team, 
this is a play that shouldn't be run here anyway, so you have that advantage. Let's do it. I'm worried now uh, uh, for this team. Jordan, I know you're sorry, I know you're cutting in there, but I'm worried a little bit about the psyche of the team here because You it's won't answer to, my question. It, it, no, it's gotten to the point, Devin, where this team, I think legitimately, anytime it is fourth and one, looks over to the sideline and is sitting there going, I don't know, coach, should we like where you see most teams in that situation like, come on, coach. Give us a chance to go for it. And we're I'm like, worried that this team like, now is like, like I mean, it's kind of your choice. We don't have to go for it here. Gary's good at his good, job. That's not a good mindset, man. That's not a good mindset. Gary's you know, you good. want your players to be fired up and aggressive. Like, man, we're getting this 10 out of 10 times. And even when they miss, they're like, I don't care. We're getting it next time. And now we've reached a point where when, you, when you're shooting like, 40%, you know, 40% on fourth down for the year. That's not good. Like, they showed the stat of what we were going into the game. It was like 4 of 13 or something like that. And then I know after the game, now all of a sudden we're probably like 5 of 15. That's not good, man. If you're going forward on fourth down, that ought to be high conversion rate type stuff. And for us to be that low, that tells you a lot about kind of just – Maybe where the team is sitting at, where now all of a sudden this this is in a lot of confidence, and you know those situations are going to keep coming up, and that's what's so frustrating about it. So back to Jordan's point, when you're down there, coach, and you need a yard, and you're in field goal range, and you have a good field goal kicker, and you're on the road, take the points. Yep, you just drove it all the way down there. Get something out of so it. Get something. I mean, this shouldn't be even a, this isn't even a discussion. Just kick, kick the field goal, please. I don't care if we are on the three-yard line. In fact, I would be happier because I know <laughs> if we're on the three-yard line, we're not getting it anyway, so just take the three. That's the crazy thing is if we're, if we're in that situation and it's fourth and one, I would rather us get a false start and go to fourth and six and then run a slant. Yeah. That's, I feel that's better about that. Why not? But why not just run that on fourth and one? If you know that it's a higher conversion rate, then just do it all the time. People wouldn't know what to do. They'd be like, "Oh, well, it's fourth and one, and they're they're running four wide with one in the back." Um, this might be a fade route. This might this be this might a... be the greatest setup in the history of the earth. This is the, Hugh Freeze will have set this up. I'm ready to the entire year. I want us to get to a fourth and one situation on like the forty or the fifty. And here we go. We're lining up to go for it, and we've only got one receiver. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to picture this. Right. So is, we're all is, freaking out. Is like, Buchanan oh or Liggins quarterback? No, right now. no. We've got Chad in there, and so we line up at the oh, shotgun, weird. and we're fired yeah. up, and everybody's like, "Oh God, here we go again!" And we only got one receiver, and it's Laquan. Thanks, out Devontae Kincaid for sitting the bench all these years. Yeah, I know, man. I always like Kincaid yeah. too. But it's too bad he sucks. Yeah, right. But anyway, so here we go. Situation: We're fired up, and everybody's pissed off. We're texting each other, and then we send Laquan across the formation. Laquan's in motion, coming back across the side there, and then we fake the handoff, and we just chuck it deep on a fourth and one to Laquan. Just chuck it deep down the sideline, and I don't care if it's incomplete or not. I really don't, because here's what I know is not going to work when we. Try to run <laughs> Chad Kelly up inside the middle of the line from five yards in the backfield because that's just, never working. Just run your offense. Just run your offense. Just run your offense. It's not that hard. Who cares what the yardage is? Your best plays are five to ten yards. Just do it. 
We complete... Chad Kelly completes like 70% of his passes. We're converting at 30%. Let him throw the fucking ball. All right. See? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my oh. God. It is frustrating. It's gotten to the point uh, now where I feel like a crazy person because I've seen the same thing happen every week now for this long, for whatever, eight weeks, and I'm just – I'm so tired of it. Like, we couldn't convert against Vanderbilt. What the what the hell makes us think we're going to convert against Auburn on the road? I kept my you know? cool for like, like – what do you – you know. I kept my cool for like 20 minutes, and now I'm just like shaking mad pissed off. Yeah, I know. It's frustrating. I told you, man. All right, so you know what play I actually really like? I really like the I really like the Jordan Wilkins jet sweep. Not a toss sweep, a jet sweep. Right. Okay? I dig it. Yeah. You like that play? I like it. I do. Do you like it coming from Liggins or from Swag? Well, I don't like the Liggins package to begin with at all. But the one thing that you do get out of that when you run the jet sweep is, like, everybody's knowing we're going to hand it to Liggins up the middle. And so they just crowd the box. And then, basically, you're not you're not relying on your offensive line at all, which is the best thing about it. And then, basically, it's just your Evan or Taz or – big shout, Taz. Whoever's out there – Mag Heights. What up? Whoever's out there is your tight end. All they've got to do is just chip the dude for like half a second. And if Jalen or Jordan or whoever can get by that guy, it's just trying to beat the corner to the pile or, you know, to the, to the sticks. Yeah, but I just, I like that play. I just don't think that it's going to work very often because <clears throat> it's, it's on film now. The second time that we ran it against uh, A&M, they blew it up for like a seven yard loss. Yeah, that's because who, who is uh, the other tight end? 84. What's his name? I don't know. Well, he missed his not block gonna, badly. Not going to work. Not going to work here anymore. So, <laughs> right. well, you know, so, right. something the NFL figured out about the Wildcat package, you know, because that was a real sexy thing there for a few years. Oh, the Wildcat, Ron mm, Brown, Ron sexy. Like four games. Oh, now all of a sudden, yeah, we're oh, this is cool. Sexy. Wildcat, everybody's doing that, running, you know, jet sweeps out of the backfield, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, you get an extra blocker. You want know everybody figured out? Blitz them. And, and, and just blitz the hell out of it. Just send everybody because they don't know what to do. So just blitz them. Just and so that's any, any time Liggins gets in the game, essentially the middle linebacker is going to turn around to the safeties and go, blitz! Blitz! And engage eight. That's what we're going <laughs> to so, do. I don't understand. So why- one time, why didn't he throw it? Not even that. Not, he wants why doesn't a quarterback he throw it? in high school. That's what I'm saying. Do the Tim Tebow like jump pass or something. Don't even do that. Let him, well, let him, let him let air it out. Jump pass. Let it, I want to see Liggins oh, air Oh, is he Tommy? This is the guy that tried to jump over the pile this is, from the one yard This line. is my main you're complaint. You're 300 pounds and you're going to try to jump over the pile. This is my complaint. I like the Liggins package if they would just tell him, you're not allowed to leave your feet. You are huge. I want you to put your helmet into the center's asshole. Like, that should be your main goal as the runner. Sorry, Ben Still. Make sure you're padded up when Get out the touchdown way. waffles just, is in the just, game. Justin Bell. Oh, yeah, we keep switching centers. Oh. <laughs> That's true. Why did Justin, like Justin Bell not Bell, snap man. that false, that delay game? I know y'all know what I'm talking oh, about. Right. I was, I was, <laughs> I was I screaming. Was, 
I was spinning angry at that point. It was like four seconds of him just looking forward. And I was in my in-law's house where I couldn't break anything. I, I told I told my father-in-law, I need like seven old shitty golf clubs beside me every time I watch an Ole Miss game. So every time like something like that happens, I can just helicopter a wedge against the wall. Right. Speaking of looking forward... This oh, weekend. Wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. Look. God, you always ruined my Speaking of helmets and asses. I know, I know. We've been very negative, though. I want to be positive. I want to talk about something positive here. Hey, I said we Let's continue to talk about my new favorite running back, Akeem Judd, out of the backfield. And the move Big that he made on that touchdown run that Big was awesome. Akeem. Where he broke it up the middle and just absolutely left either the safety or the linebacker or whoever that was just essentially hugging himself. And it, it was fantastic. And that was a huge, huge play in the game right there. That essentially where, like when that one happened, when, when Judd ran that one in, everybody that was an Ole Miss fan kind of collectively went, okay, I think we got this. I think we're good here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a reason Akeem Judd was the number one Juco running back coming out. He's really, really good. Eight carries, 54 yards. Uh, he's averaging like 6.8 for that game. And he was really just a good physical run. You can run him up inside. He's going to break arm tackles. And I want to see even more of him um, the rest of the year. By the way. Which makes third, you wonder, why does Jalen Walton have 20 carries and Akeem Judd gets eight? I understand what you're saying, Tommy. Uh, we did, I guess we they did just Jalen Walton's paid his averaging dues. four yards a carry. Like I get that Jalen Walton is a big play guy, but here comes Akeem Judd. He just broke a big play. Why not split those carries a little more evenly? I would like to see that. I, I would almost rather use Akeem as your feature back and bring yeah. Jalen in as like a change of pace. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we did have 39 carries for 156 yards. I mean, we put up 158 yards of total offense. A really good showing. Now, looking forward. Okay, fine. Oh, Jordan Wilkins sucks now, so we're over Jordan Wilkins at this point. No, but I think Jordan again. No. I have to think Jordan Wilkins sucks. Are you being sarcastic? Nah, he's all right. I'm just saying he's not as good as the other two. I don't like him as good like as the other Jordan two. Like Jordan so when you're when you're when you're the third running back here, you can get like three carries a game. So let it be known. Hey, hey, Tommy, that... uh, stop being mean to our guy Jordan Wilkins. Uh, yeah, let it, let it be pod. known that that Friend Tommy's opinion does not does not represent the opinions of the the rest of the pod. He's the third running back now. I think we have sorted it out. <clears throat> okay, he's a pretty good third running back. Okay, he's the what third about back. what about Jane Brasley? What about Bill Brown? No, no, no. I mean, what are we nope. talking about? Just be quiet. This is the appropriate response to Eugene Brasley. Who, who cares? I care. I love Gene Brasley. Okay, whatever. Um, we love so, all our Rebels. So next week, or this coming week, we've got... Except for Corvick Nate. We've got Arkansas Razorbacks. Whoop! Big Suey! The most annoying fan base in the SEC. I know that this is Tommy's least favorite team, not in the SEC... Not in college football, in the world. Yeah, Tommy all Joe. Sports. Give me a little preview for the all number nineteen Ole Miss Rebels hosting the Arkansas yeah, Razorbacks. Do I, do I need to preview my hatred? So this started back when I was in high school when Ole Miss played Arkansas and single handedly the most. Okay, you know what? Let me back that up. The number two most disappointing, frustrating game of my entire life. Number Wait. one, Auburn last year. 
uh, Auburn last year. I don't want to talk about it. That was I just a big ball. Just a big ball of emotion is what that was. But then number two, number two, and it's like one A, one B here. Ole Miss loses to Arkansas at home, seven overtimes. Matt Jones is a quarterback. I'm pretty sure it was his eighth year playing at Arkansas. I don't even know how many like red shirt seasons this guy had. He was like 26. I think like it seemed that way anyway. He was there forever. And so Matt Jones was starting quarterback. We go to seven overtimes in most, the most gut-wrenching game that I've ever tried to watch. We had about 14 ways to win the game. Obviously did not. Wasn't my brother with you? He was, yeah. So your brother was there watching that one. But yeah, that was like the one game your brother went to. Where we were like, hey, man, we got an extra ticket. And he shows up to a seven-overtime game against Arkansas. And they, but, to, know, this day, Jeremy. to this day, he's not that big of a, of, of a football fan. Like, I'm right. trying, he's getting back into sports recently, but for a while there, he really just kind of quit cold turkey. Yeah, well, that, that game will make you quit cold turkey. But you know the thing that really makes me mad about Arkansas? The thing, it's not even the game. I mean, that was frustrating enough. But it was me being 14, 15 years old or whatever I was, leaving the stadium. So this is our own stadium. This is the Vaught. And I'm walking out, and it's the Arkansas local news guy in Little Rock or whatever, you know, who's there. And he's like, oh, the Razorbacks win. And so he's got, you know, a crowd of about 10 or 15 Razorback fans behind him. You know, they're waving the pom-poms or whatever behind him, just as the background noise for the the live shot, right? And so this is live on TV. Live on TV. Walking by, and Jeremy and I walk by this thing, and it's an older guy. He might, he might have been in his 40s or something like that, kind of overweight. And here we go walking by. We kind of stop and turn and look, and we're, you know, moping past. And he goes, yeah. F y'all, y'all suck <laughs> on live TV <laughs> to 15-year-olds that turn around and are, like, looking back. And we were like, what? Wait, this you was the reporter? The... No, this is not the I wish it was the reporter. <laughs> he put his mic down. There probably would have been some sort of discipline if it was a reporter. No, just some random old guy. We walked past, and Jeremy Jeremy will confirm that story when we walked by. And we were both just like, what? And my dad was, like, walking up in front of My dad would have gotten in a fight with these people, which would have been awesome. This would have been an even better story if my dad had just, like, gotten to dust up on live Can TV. Can you just add that day. part, even though it didn't really happen? Yeah, Tommy, yeah, right? I wish. throw that I in the moment shaking my head. But anyway, this is, why, this is where all my hatred for Arkansas stemmed from, is this one guy screaming at me when I was 15 years old. And really, they haven't ever given me a good reason to like them ever since. And they hired Bobby Petrino, who we know is single-handedly the worst person on the planet Earth. Right. I um, love that guy. You know, he, he is he is like the quintessential bad guy. And he almost like, he like, almost like I want you to coach Arkansas so I can hate you more. Yeah, he kind of likes to hire him back so I can just hate him more. But Brett Bielema is doing a great job right now. <laughs> hey, Louisville did that him. anyway. Oh, that yeah, guy's right. a... a... Class A dick. By the Brett way, Bielema celebrated getting a pen, getting a fake penalty. Well, it was a real penalty, was, but he faked was it to get a penalty, and then celebrated in the player's face on the sideline. By the way, we laughed hysterically at the idea of Arkansas hiring back Bobby Petrino, and Louisville did it. Yeah, that, that's how ludicrous that life. is. I, I really think that Arkansas, like, if Arkansas fired Brett Bielema. 
that they would call Bobby Petrino. Like, that's how weird <laughs> my life is. And I feel like everything's just going to keep coming back full circle. Like, Bobby Petrino's going to coach Arkansas. Then Houston the Falcons Nutt. are going to hire him again. And then he's going to, like, get fired and then get hired by Louisville again. He's going to be, like, the third time. And then time. Tennessee's going to fire Butch Jones and hire Lane Kiffin. And then Hogs <laughs> eat some heppin. And they hire Nutt back. Right. <laughs> But Jordan, in all man. seriousness, Arkansas is that, that team, guy. and I said this on the grind probably a month ago when Arkansas was getting their ass kicked by Texas Tech, and then they were lining up against Tennessee the next week or whatever it was. And I said, you know what? Arkansas is going to be that team that sucks and just hangs around in every game and pisses everybody off. And mm-hmm. that's setting up like that's exactly what Arkansas is going to be. They're just going to hang around and piss everybody off. And I, for one hand, on the one hand, am actually semi worried about this. I just think you got to get your business handled early against this bunch. You got to come out, and score some points, and jump up on these guys and end it. Yep. So, <clears throat> I also hate Arkansas. But for a couple... <laughs> good, good. This is good. But for a, but for a couple, but for a couple different reasons. Okay, so I think we can all agree that we were all sort of indifferent towards Auburn until last year. Right. Right? So I kind of felt the same way about no, Arkansas. I hated Auburn we don't, too. I hated we, have, too. we have never had a particular rivalry with Arkansas. We haven't fared particularly well against them in my lifetime. Uh, so I have a few different things. One, my, my dad has never been – he went to Delta State, then he went to Mississippi State, but he's not really a fan of anybody. He didn't graduate from either of them. And he's always been a kind of quasi-Memphis fan, I guess, because he lived in the Memphis area, but he didn't care about Memphis football like nobody did until this year. So he was a Memphis basketball fan and just sort of indifferent towards all other football teams. Right. <clears throat> so, I'm starting to hate your father. <laughs> Bandwagon guy father. here. Especially if this, anyway, if this story ends with him being an Arkansas fan. Uh, anyways, so he marries my stepmom oh, my, no. fresh, my, my freshman year in college. And they had been dating for years and years. And I love her to death, sweet lady. Petrino's and uh, anyways, her best friend is married to a guy named Chuck, who is the biggest Arkansas fan I know. Loves Arkansas, lives and breathes Arkansas, everything. So him and my dad are all butt buddies now. And they do everything together. And by like for real? association, my dad became an Arkansas fan, in quotations. He's that guy who will like talk shit to me about <laughs> Ole Miss Arkansas football, but I guarantee you I can name more people on Arkansas's team than him. Oh, God, he's the worst. Which dad. really infuriates me. I always hate the people that don't care about sports but know that you do, and whenever your team loses, they're like, oh, yeah, well, we beat you guys. Because it's the, it's the worst situation. Because if you beat them, they just go, "I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> like, it's but just not I fair. Was, and they rub it in your face, and you're like, "You just, don't even." I was watch at this. I was at his house. We had a fantasy golf league this year, and to celebrate the end, of, which I won, by the way, kick everybody's mm-hmm. ass. But at the end Probably of the year, to there. celebrate, nice we all got together, played golf there. one morning. We all got together one morning, and played golf, and then came back to my dad's house to watch football. And it, guess what game it was? The Florida game. Oh, no. 
which is the worst game to watch if you're in a room of people who don't care. It was me and two other Ole Miss fans and then a room full of people in the other room watching the Arkansas-Tennessee game. I left like midway through the second quarter because I didn't need to be around anyone at that game. Anyways, I've digressed. The real reason I hate Arkansas is because my friends, our friends, Hunter Mitchell and Tyson McAlexander, shout out Snitch and Tyson, they decided that we should all get together and go to the Arkansas game last year. So I'm like, hey, sure, I've never been to Fayetteville. I want to add all the SEC stadiums to my repertoire. Except for Kentucky. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but who cares? So, <clears throat> and I went to Vandy. That's not even really a SEC you stadium. Went to Nashville. So Kentucky, Kentucky doesn't even care. Yeah. <laughs> you went to Nashville. Anyways, so we drive up there. First off, Tyson doesn't even have any damn eyebrows. He burned them off in a welding accident. Like, we have no shot to win this game. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. Omen. I think you skipped over a big detail here. That was the omen that you were like, man, well, Tyson didn't have any eyebrows. We got no shot here. Yeah, he shows up in the morning and he cuts, <laughs> he opens the door and the lights. It's like four o'clock in the morning or whatever it is. It's like a five hour drive up there. I get in the car and he opens, opens the door. No eyebrows. Just <laughs> slick. <laughs> Like, damn, Tyson, we have no shot. You should have just went home. You should have just left it in park. It just got out. So, anyways, we start driving up there. It's a whatever November day, you know, just one of those days. Awful Uh, Just kind of gray, not too bad. We pass Little Rock and start heading up into the mountains, and it's like 45, 50, (laughs) and just drizzling. Not raining. Just. Just. Just drizzling. Just like someone's wringing out a towel on you all just, day. Yeah. Just kind of ugly. Just. And I'm thinking, like, this is not going to be a good day. It just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? So we get up there, park in the parking lot, like down the street from the stadium, sit there and drink for a minute, and start walking to the game. First off, we get to this red light, and we're standing there, and there's a crossing guard. And it's me, Mitch, and Tyson standing on the corner. And there's 60, 40, 50, 60 uh, hog fans that come up behind us all waiting. And this crossing guard will not let us cross for five minutes. And more and more people were gathering. And he looks at the other crossing guard and he's like, what? what are you saying? And he looks over at us and goes, he says you can't cross until you call the hogs. And 60 <laughs> hog fans call the hogs right behind us. And we're all standing there just... I mean, do you join them? What do you do? You can't do like a three-person hottie toddy back in their face. You're just like, all right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Anyways, Big long story sh- Obviously, you didn't Long story short, I'm wearing a jacket that says waterproof on it. I guess that word is relative because by game time, it's completely saturated. And I have a wool sweater on underneath it that by the end of the first quarter is soaking wet. <laughs> Which made that game just that much more pleasant. And then Bo decided to crap the bed. Yeah, and then, so, about the second time Bo threw a pick. In the end zone. In, in the end zone. In, in, and the dude got the, the dude got to about the 30. We were like, all right, you about, you about ready? <laughs> Y'all want to head on, head on home? I hate Arkansas, but that's really just because my ex-girlfriend went there, so. 
Just boil it down to something real simple. I'm just kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Uh, Rick's Bakery sucks, though. It doesn't suck, but it's not as good as everyone in Fayetteville thinks. Fayetteville it sucks. I don't Everything know sucks. What that is. It's like what their is big that? bakery that everyone waits like an hour for food in, and it's it's good. It's got a 4.2 stars on, oh, Yelp, on Yelp. You can't even give me four out and of a five. half. Out not of even five. four and a half. Come on out of here. But in fairness, I did give them like seven one-star votes just out of spite. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to the game this weekend. I am going. I'm flying back to yeah. the great city of Oxford All right. on Thursday. Actually, I'm flying into Memphis and then going to spend some time back at the house and then head over on Saturday morning. So if you're in the Grove, tweet at the Grind podcast and uh, maybe... Split a We're drink not going to have some stickers or anything. But I'm going to be hanging know. out with Mr. Jordan Bell. Uh, uh, Five-star Rebels. Yep. Five-star yep. Rebel yep. 10 again. Yep. Tommy yep. won't yep. be making it, I don't believe. Nope. Can I do that smug thing that Jordan did last week, next week, and be like, oh, well, Tommy wasn't there, of course, because you're not. Right. Yeah. That is, well, no, I will not be there. <laughs> I know Tommy didn't make it to the game. Because he's I, was I, would love, I would love to, but no, I won't. Uh, I think Revs win. I think it's a close one. I think somewhere around like uh, 35-28. Okay. Something like that. Ah, nah, screw it. 35-14. Go Revs. Jordan, what are you thinking? Um, I think it, like you said, it really, really relies on how quick you get into it because the style that Arkansas plays, they're not built to play from behind. So I think it's a lot like the Alabama game. You go in there and you get a fast start and you get them off of their game plan and it's going to be a long day for them. They don't have great pass defense. They don't have a great pass rush. So they're not that I great think, anything. I think I think Chad has a big day. Um, hopefully we can still run the ball like we have been. I, I, I do think that's a big deal. And I think A&M and Auburn are terrible. Uh, you know, at, at rush defense, but they are. They're really, really yeah, bad. They but, were bad at it. And I don't, know if, I don't know if that was more of them being bad or us being good with Tunsil and Akeem Judd. I, hopefully we see more of that. And I think if that's the case, I, I think kind of the same thing, 35-20, 35-14, somewhere 17, somewhere in there. I don't think Arkansas is going to score a lot of points here, guys. I do think they're going to score early, though, uh, and I think that's going to elicit a response, uh, hopefully, from the Ole Miss crowd. You know, I, I, I can see this going where we come out, go down there, score a touchdown, and then the next time we get the ball, we do something do just real something real dumb. You know, like turn it over on like the thirty and give them an easy one. But I think Ole Miss is going to control this game, especially second half. I think Ole Miss controls this game. Once the defense kind of settles in, getting Tony Connor back, big shout, Tony Connor. Uh, I think he, that is, is he for sure playing. He is for sure coming. They said back. He's going to give it a go. They said he's going to give it a go, I, but he's I coming back. Don't, I honestly wish he would wait until after the LSU, after the bye week and wait for LSU. And that's the problem that I see here. I don't want is to that this Ole Miss team right now, the way they are, they need a bye week. We're, we're going on like how many weeks in a ten, row here? Ten straight It'll weeks. Ten, ten straight yeah. weeks. This team needs a bye week. I so, wanted it to be this week. 
and I, then play Arkansas the week after. But here we are. I do. And so like I just think this team is before LSU, though. If I'm being honest, well, yeah, but I don't know, man. I just I think this has potential to be. I think this has potential to be ugly. I could see Ole Miss being like 24, 28, maybe 28, 14. I think that crowd is going to be live, Tommy. And this team has, has a lot to play got SEC for. Nation in town. That look, crowd's going to be wild, man. Tebow going to get him ready. But here's the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, Pow. But what about Greg McElroy? Pow. How does that guy have a job? I don't know. I hate Greg I McElroy. More than anyone in the world. Greg McElroy is the most straight-up runner I've ever seen in my entire life. Greg McElroy runs like he's about to fall down backwards and just keeps running. What is the office thing? If I had a gun with two bullets and I had I was in a room with Greg McElroy, Hitler. Osama Bin Laden, and Hitler, I would shoot Greg McElroy <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh, goodness. Look, this team has a lot to play for. Yeah. This team does not have to leave the state of this Mississippi. This team can win the SEC West. We have a bye week next week. Yeah. There's no reason to not just give it your all, and I think that they will. I think that they come out strong, and I think we sustain it. I think that it's a, a relatively comfortable win with a few nervous moments because it's old mess. We didn't talk about the defense. Tony Bridges is an animal, right? Mm, I don't know about animal, but he's good. Oh, you haven't seen him the last two weeks? I, I mean, agree. he's a good player. I think he's a good player. I'm not a huge fan, to be honest. Are you serious? I think he's a, I mean, I yeah. think he's a good player. Right. I mean, what do you, well, what do you want me to talk about? That's podcast before we start yelling at Jordan, so. <laughs> not, not, even, not even as a player. It's almost, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot of Rudy Gay with the Grizzlies. He doesn't seem to fit our, our DNA. Our scheme. It's not even, no, not scheme. He's a good player. I just think he's a little too much like the dude from Coastal Carolina said. We don't need no cats. We don't need no meow. Like, you've got <laughs> trick dogs. We need some more dogs. Right. But seriously, you've got Trey Elston, Kendarius Webster, Mike Hilton. Like, all these guys, they're just like Mike! gritty dudes. Gritty dudes that just want to bring the hat and just hurt people. And I don't get that from Tony Bridges. He's like too pretty boy. He's, you got to have swag to play the position. No, you just got to bring the hat to play the position. You don't have to have anything. Oh, Mike Hilton. I love Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton, I do love man. Mike Hilton. There was one play, I don't even remember. It was some sort of nice stretch play they ran game. where he just came straight through the hole and just... He's an I love that guy. Laid the lumber. It's one of those where he could have got he could have sit there and got in truck. You guys get to be optimistic. I will be the eternal pessimist when it comes to Ole Miss sports. I think we win the game. I think it's not as pretty as you're saying it's going to be. I think it's a it's a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, and Ole Miss winds up winning it by two scores. That's what I think. Yeah, go, Rebs. I think I'll win. take it. Hey, I, yeah, I mean, I'll yeah. take it, too. As long as we get the win. Hey, what's the spread? Mm. Ten, I think. Ten? I thought it was ten. That's yeah. high. Ten and a half. Yeah. That's high. Stay away from that, everybody. Uh, do what I did last week. Pick up the second half line. Revs minus four and a half. Cashes. So follow us on Twitter at the Grind Podcast. Give us a name for this thing. Maybe we can figure something out by the end of next week. He's Tommy Joe Martins. He's Jordan Bell. I'm Devin Murray. We'll catch you guys next week. Hotty toddy. Go Revs. <clears throat> like a hidden track.
I like it. Where they give you the uh, the inside edition of just how shitty this is before we actually start talking. <laughs> Look, three man three man weave style. This is how it's got to be. It's got to go three man weave. Where you've got a <clears throat> three man weave. Where like one person says something, next person says something, other person that hasn't said anything then goes, and then it's like then you kind of free for all. But it's like needs to go three man weave. That's how it needs to be. Like. Well, I can't see both of y'all, so maybe yeah, I need to Yeah, go full screen. I can see all three somehow. of us. Who is that I guy? Need to go full, full screen with the whole thing. Okay, so we're full screen here. I'm, so I'm recording, so we're blurry. good. Like, that's horrible. I know. I'm trying, dude. It's hard. All right, Tommy. Uh, wait, are we going to be hanging up and listen? No, no, I don't know where we're gonna be. Either that or either that or here. first time, long time. But it's got to be something with the Ole Miss. Oh, does it? Not really, but. Uh, yeah, I think it should. So we are we're it's starting weird. a new. I mean, I'm just gonna po- it's gonna get posted yeah. on the same feed, but I'll title it something different. Yeah, eventually. I, don't know, I think we eventually we're going to need to start a new it's not like People are getting confused. <laughs> the masses right? are like, where is yeah, it? I get that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rebel content? I can't stand it. Anymore. Yeah, well, this could take off, man. Dude. Uh, uh, so, so, what are we calling it? Give okay. me something, Bill. Give we'll me see. a word <clears throat> title right now. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Oh, damn Landsnark. it. Uh, the Vault. The Vault podcast. I don't know. Landsnark. No. No, Landsnark. Landsnark. Landshark podcast. Landshark. Who's got your dirty undies, Walter? Some with Colonel Red. We no. use some with Colonel Red. I'm Are you so racist, Tommy? My mom bought me a Colonel yeah, Red. Dude, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I hate Colonel everybody. I, I was just like, I don't care. I really don't. I'd rather win uh, games. I don't care what the mascot is. I'd rather win. I don't necessarily agree right, with Right, because they're mutually, view, they're yeah, mutually but... exclusive, because you can only do one or the other. Because if you have the mascot, no, then obviously like, you're just like going to lose. Reb, fine, I still, I'm, I'm I like, still love Colonel Reb. I just don't think he should be used in a university official I capacity. I just don't want to... I know that whatever, wherever my mom bought that shirt from, it gave money to some, like, Colonel Reb Foundation stupid fucking idiots. Like, just go away. <clears throat> go away. This is this is an interesting discussion we could be having. Right now I don't have a problem with it, but whatever. Okay, fine. How about, we have how about, to have it like about, right. Uh, is everybody recording? Uh, it needs to be like an old. It needs to be like an post game showers bring like, who, flowers. Who's our favorite use my old player? We need even after that as the podcast. Yeah, because that that really types well. <laughs> what about the uh, main reason I know it's always your signature is it's just our Twitter handle deuce, would be thirty seven you know, characters. Like Actually, no more we than have that. To ask all of our questions and just yes or no because when someone my replies, it's all of them. Just why or in Romero Miller? Mm. Romero Miller time. Romero Miller was one of my favorites. I'll change really my was. name. I'll change my Romero legal name. An old miss, an old miss podcast. Um, it could be Deuce. I mean, you know, obviously Deuce, but that's a big, some of that that's good a, sarsaparilla. That's probably, that's probably too big. 
Can we do something with Eli? Let's do something with Jevin. Living in a Jevin down by the river. How about that? Something with Jevin Sneed. God, that's a that's a good Sneed, yeah. That's a good red cup. Sneed for Heisman. We just need that Living sticker. In a Jevin. We just need that Living sticker. In a Jevin. Jevin. Down by the river. An idiot. That's terrible. Uh, what about uh shit? We had that we had that linebacker too there for a few years. The strong podcast. Not Does this not look like Devin? Eddie Strong. Eddie Strong. <laughs> what? That looks just I'm like in, Devin. I'm in I'm in no. better shape than that. Come on now. That look at that. Like Devin. Look at this. Devin would love to look like that. Make this exact same Devin, like Devin posture and stuff, like Dev. I have better posture than that. <laughs> on, on the real, he might be more attractive, but I have better posture than that. Dude, Get that doing? out of my face! No, no. <clears throat> I need. Don't, I need to stop this I'm recording. Mix we have been, this just continue. Continue to just let it roll. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll let it roll. We now. need a name. Just something. Just... Fuck. Like right now, see if we commit to something and then we don't like then it. Who like, couldn't you come on and be like, then, we're hey, starting, we're start this is podcast. an all on this podcast. And we, that's the best. And, and you, you people out there that are already fans, feel free to, to Church hit us up with some test. suggestions yeah, like for a name. Like it could that. be a good way, way to I'll get. still say hello grinders this time. We'll say, hey, look, we're spinning get, off. Get the, get we're, the we're people involved. We're already doing a spin off. Since this was so successful. It's already spawned the spinoff series, oh, the spinoff man. podcast. We were we had we had already saturated the market so after crushing we... all initial projections. Uh, right. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's right. get going. Get Mark Cuban on the phone. Right, here we go. Uh, let's go. Whoa, wait, whoa, just real quick here. Hey, gotta, so we're this is what's going to happen. We're going to talk about the Auburn game. We're going to talk about the team, and then we're going to talk about the Arkansas game. Correct. Okay. Correct. Try to keep each one to maybe 10, 11, 12 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Well, you're going to wind up being the timer here, but yeah, hang on just one second. Timer! Bring, I'm bringing up, I'm bringing up the, uh, <laughs> the Ole Miss. I just met What's her. the deal with timers? Anyway. I just met okay. her. You ready to get going? Yep. Yep. Hey, Bill. Hello, Grinders. Yep. Welcome to another edition of The Grind, and this is the Ole Miss edition of The Grind. No, you don't like that, Devin? No, you just, what, were you just like... What, oh what no, we were having an inside converse, an inside joke conversation. You were having a fake. You're just faking. I never to fake it, Tommy. I never fake it with Jordan. <laughs> okay. All right, we're gonna try that again. No, we're live. <laughs> we're just gonna run it now. This is going. This is all going. You can say hello, this grinders is not, again. But everyone's this is not going it. in. Hello, grinders. Everybody, give your we're best hello, gonna... grinders. Hello, grinders. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to do it this time. Not feel weird about it. Jordan, let's hear yours. This is like performance anxiety. Let's go. Hello. Hello, grinders. That's awful. That's the worst. Run it, Tommy. <laughs> Hello, grinders.